Welcome to Haven Shine Reviews. This is the year in review. Final episode of 2021, episode 24, if you want to be specific. Next, we move on to season two after this. So let us let you know what we're doing. We are going to give you the winners of all the categories of, let me see, we have the worst movie. So I don't know if that's a winner or an actual loser. Uh, we got sports, animated, horror, comedy, documentary, action movie, and of course, movie of the year. We also will be doing best actor, actress, director, and producer. I want to welcome everybody that is on watching. I appreciate you all, of course. Uh, I guess we should just get ready to roll. And we're going to go right into the first category, which is worst movie of the year. Yes, I've watched so many movies that I actually have to put this as a category because I can't let them slide for putting out such a bad product. Um, the first thing is the, the nominees for worst movie are VHS 94, Apex, which actually has some, some, some known actors in it. And uh, I got to tell you, it's pretty bad. Um, Bruce Willis is in this movie, and it felt like it felt like he was in like fifty movies this year. Um, I don't think it was a wise choice for him. Uh, it was it was pretty bad, and, and like you know, as far as acting, I'm not saying he's an A-list actor by no means. But it was pretty bad. It was bad. Neil McDonough, and Corey Large is also in this movie. Uh, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm stunned that Neil McDonough actually did this movie because he's a much better actor than playing in this movie. It was it was bad. But did it win? Also in this category, we have Mortal Kombat, which you all know, even Mortal Kombat fans know, that that was not a good movie. Uh, Prisoners of Ghostland. That had the one and only Nicolas Cage. Mm. And COVID-21 Lethal Virus. Yes, there's actually a movie called COVID-21 lethal virus. And I gotta say, there was nobody in it that was good. <laughs> just the movie itself just oozes bad. And I knew that going into it, knew it was going to be a bad movie. But I was so curious on how bad. Well, it was pretty bad. But did it win for the worst movie? Or did it lose for the worst movie, I should say? Um, no, it did not. 
um, because that distinction goes to Prisoners of Ghostland. And I'll tell you, it was close when I did the ratings. Ghostland came one point higher. But because of the fact that it's Nicolas Cage in the movie makes it doubly worse because he did such a poor job. And look, Nicolas Cage is not a good actor. Uh, he's, he, he does, he plays a scientist good. That's what he does. National Trevor. You want to see some good Nicolas Cage? Watch that. Um, but that's it. That's all he can play. And he's not even that great at that. But this movie, because it had a big name star in it, it wins for worst movie. Worst movie. Please stay away from that movie. You will be you will be sorely mad if you spend hours, a couple of hours watching that. It was bad. So that is the first award, which is the worst movie. Ghost of uh, Prisoners of Ghostland, starring Nicolas Cage. Oh my God, it was so bad. I like. I know going into a Nicolas Cage movie that he might be pretty bad, but it was really bad. Like the the whole movie was bad. It only got a forty nine rating. Um. Which you might think, oh, well, that's not too bad. Uh, yeah, it is. Because you get 10 categories. And, you know, 10 categories worth up to 10. I mean, you got to get something, right? That averaged, you know, below 5 per category. So there wasn't any category that was good about that movie. COVID was just a bad movie. And you know that going into it, it's going to be a bad movie, but you're curious and you watch it. So that is Worst Movie of 2021. And we continue to roll along. Um, you are watching us on YouTube, of course, uh, at Rhode Island Broadcasting. You are watching us on Facebook.com backslash RI Broadcasting. You are watching us on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash RI underscore broadcasting. And of course on Twitter, Broadcasting RI. So those are the ways you can find us. That is where we're at. So we will move on to category two, uh, best sports movie. Now, let me tell you, there wasn't a lot of them. I saw only three on the list. Uh, so the nominees are Schumacher, American Underdog, story of Kurt Warner. And if you didn't know, Schumacher is a race car driver. Um, and King Richard with Will Smith. Uh, the story of, you know, how the Williams sisters get going. And um, the winner is King Richard. 
fantastic movie, must-see movie. 90.5 is the rating that we gave at Havenshine. That is a must-see. Anything 90 and above is a must-see movie. And you should really take a look at this one because this is this is amazing. Like I think Will Smith did a great job, and like he really he captured how Richard Williams was and how he acted, you know, early on in their careers, and and um, you know the the great lengths that he went. Through to 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 bring up the girls as he saw fit and how he wanted them to be perceived you know amongst you know all of all of the um the tennis world i should say so i mean it it's clear that you know he, he he was adamant about it and it it nearly cost him a lot so you know so just keep that in mind but excellent movie and it deserves to win sports movie of the year king richard with a 90.5 must see we'll see if it, it appears later on in anything else uh next up we've got best director now this was this was pretty interesting category because there was a lot of things you know that come into factor but um the nominees for best director john watts Spider-Man No Way Home. Sean Levy from Free Guy. Jason Reitman, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Anthony and Joe Russo for Cherry. And Nora Fingscheit, The Unforgivable. So The Unforgivable stars Sandra Bullock. And Cherry stars Tom Holland. Free Guy, of course, stars Ryan Reynolds. Spider-Man No Way Home also stars Tom Holland. And Ghostbusters Afterlife stars Paul Rudd, uh, McKenna Grace, all the original stars of the original Ghostbusters obviously minus Harold Ramis um, but those are the directors um, and again if you look down that list that list is very strong um, like the unforgivable Sandra Bullock that movie was good it was good same thing, Cherry, excellent movie. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, you know, I mean, that might be the best Ghostbusters movie. 
we rated it as the third best movie with ghosts behind Poltergeist and Ghostbusters original, but arguably you could say that might be the best one. Um, and also Free Guy, which was very challenging because you're putting this this um, game atmosphere into a movie with a character that's supposed to be a non-playable character becomes a playable character, uh, but on his own. And then, of course, Spider-Man No Way Home, which was absolutely amazing. So which, which one won? Well, the nod goes to Jason Reitman for Ghostbusters Afterlife. And we named that as the, as the director of the year based on, look, you're not, you're not directing Sandra Bullock. I mean, she knows what she's doing, right? You're not, you're not directing Ryan Reynolds. You're not directing Tom Harlan. You are, you are directing a bunch of kids, basically, in this movie. And they knocked it out of the ballpark. They knocked it out of the ballpark. So we gave the nod to Jason Reitman for working with a younger and more inexperienced cast. Even though you have the originals in there and Paul Rudd and, and a bunch of others that have been in movies. But the base of it was all young stars that will be stars. So this movie made them stars, especially McKenna Grace, who was absolutely fantastic in the movie. So that is best director, Jason Reitman. So we move on to best animated movie. Um, watch a bunch of them. Um, I have three nominees. Rumble, Tom and Jerry, and Raya, or Raya, and The Last Dragon. Those are the three nominees for animated movie. Like, there's a lot of them that came out. I did not get to see all of them. So, out of the ones I did see, those three got nominated. Um, I passed on several of them. Space Jam, not good. Uh, I passed on Ron's Gone Wrong. You know, uh, those that are not good enough to be in the nominees. So there was only three nominees for animated. Um, and the winner of best animated is Raya and the Last Dragon. Wonderful movie. Wonderful story. Um, rated at 89.5. So it just missed being a must-see movie. And... It just missed being nominated for movie of the year. So any movie that's going to be 90 or up is going to be in that that final category. Um, so it just missed, but it did win for best animated movie of the year. It was wonderful. It was a great story. 
Um, maybe we'll see a part two. I'm pretty much banking on that because it was that good. So, please, if you're out there, if you're watching us on Twitch, make sure you try to subscribe, throw out some bits. You know, that's how we pay for the show. Um, the programming, all the details that go along with all of that, you know, it all costs money. So, please, by all means, throw some bits. Um, you can also watch us on on youtube so if you're on youtube please give us a follow you know we're already closing in on on 1100 followers so that would be wonderful uh and also on facebook and of course twitter subscribe like follow comment share it all helps. Everything helps. So subscriptions, you know, always we'd like we'd like to get two subscriptions today on on Twitch, and we'd like to get to that five hundred uh, bits mark today. So we are up to best producer. Best producer. So the producers' nominees are Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal for the Spider-Man No Way Home. See the trend, right? Robert Robert Zemeckis, Zemeckis and Kevin Misher for Finch. Rawson Marshall Thurber for Red Notice. Starring The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Zach and Deborah Snyder for Army of the Dead. Whoa. Big surprise there. And there's like five or six producers for Godzilla. So we'll talk Godzilla versus Kong. So we'll call it Team Godzilla um, for Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, those are the producers. Um, look, this was this was a tough, tough battle because, like, you look at look at those movies and how well done they were in the production part of it. Uh, you know, the production part includes all like the special effects, the 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 uh, the stunts. All of that stuff goes into that production. Um, how the movie generally comes out, you know, in the end is up to those producers to to produce you a hit. And and all five of these production teams scored big. They scored big. Um, these movies were fantastic. All of them. Even Army of the Dead, I gotta admit, Bautista was was good in it, so he's he's coming along as an actor. He's starting to get there. Um, but the winner, no, it was not Spider Man. No, uh, Robert Zemeckis 
and Kevin Misher for Finch wins for producer of the year. Um, look, you had conditions that they needed to to put in that movie. And I know Spider-Man had a lot of special effects as well. Um, but you're talking about a movie, really, that you have one actor, a dog, and a robot. And they're in an apocalyptic time, and a lot of stuff happens. And, and I think they did such magnificent job that it was worth them winning. And I, I believe that they deserve every, every thing they deserve, everything they get for awards. That, it was fantastic. So, so best producer, Robert Zemeckis and Kevin Misher. I think I pronounced Zemeckis' name four different times already. <laughs> So, uh, we are up to best horror movie. Best horror movie. All right, this was a crowded. This was a crowded one, and a movie that was supposed to be released in 2020 ended up getting pushed back, and it made it into 2021. A Quiet Place Two, The Deep House. Antlers, Paranormal Activity, Next of Kin, and Halloween Kills are all the nominees for Best Horror Movie. Um, look, first of all, Antlers, I thought was a huge surprise. Huge surprise. Um, I did not think that was going to be as good as it was. But it was. It was pretty good. Um, Halloween Kills. It was Halloween, you know? I mean, same old, same old. And it was supposed to be the last one, but it's not. Paranormal Activity. Uh, I like the way they do those movies. They, they did not disappoint. Uh, Deep House was also a surprise. Um, I didn't like some of the things about the movie. But it ended up having a pretty good score, so so that was one of the nominees. But the winner was A Quiet Place 2 with Emily Blunt. Um, look, she did a great job in the movie. She really rose to um, bring back the acting part of it in movies, and she was excellent. And... Uh, <clears throat> it got a score of 81.4, which is pretty good for me when it comes to horror movies. Uh, Faceless, how are you doing? We are just, we, we're about 20 minutes in, 23 minutes in, Faceless. Uh, you missed a lot, but we got the best still to come. Uh, I appreciate you being here. And uh, I will give you a recap of everything that's going on. Well, what has happened? So, so just to recap, worst movie of the year, Prisoners of Ghostland with Nicolas Cage, a whopping 49.0. Uh, 
uh, sports movie, King Richard, 90.5. Best director was Jason Reitman for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, best animated mover, movie was Raya and the Last Dragon. And best producer, which we just said, Robert Zemeckis and Kevin Misher for Finch. And A Quiet Place 2 wins for horror movies. So that's where we're at. Um, so now that you're all caught up, let's continue on. We've got, we've got still a ways to go. Um, we are up to best comedy, and let me tell you, oh my God, this is this was a disappointment this year. Comedy movies, they were terrible. Um, most of them. Um, like I said, did not see every single movie released. I'm going by what I saw, and I saw, I don't know, maybe 100, 150 movies this year that were released. I saw a lot. I saw a lot. Well, I have time. <laughs> That's what happens when you when you get ill. You have time. You watch movies. Even though I have a hard time hearing them, <laughs> I have to have the headphones on to hear them. Um, but saw a lot. So, comedies. There were only three nominated movies for best comedy this for this. Uh, Vacation Friends, starring John Cena. Uh, Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds. And Coming to America, starring Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. And we'll just say that I did not rate that very high. So it was slim pickings on comedies this year. It was really not good. And I hope they make a comeback next year. Um, but the winner, um, it's not, it wasn't even close. There was no decision. It was Free Guy. Uh, now you can question whether or not it's a comedy, but it was funny. It was good. Now I consider it a comedy. So. A free guy by a landslide. A landslide is the best comedy of the year. Um, I, look, I saw a bunch of them. Just like it, it was ugly. It was ugly. Um, so that is the best comedy of the year. Free guy, Ryan Reynolds. He's he's a funny guy. He's better if you just let him go off script and let him do his thing. Oh, so that brings us up to best actor. Best actor. Now this is a this is a good category right here. Um we have Tom Hanks for Finch. Yes. Denzel Washington, The Little Things. Another excellent movie. Uh, Tom Holland. No, not for Spider-Man. For Cherry. Tom Holland for Cherry. And Will Smith for King Richard. And Daniel Kaluuya 
for Judas and the Black Messiah. Look, I saw all these movies. They were all good. And these actors were fantastic in these movies. And it would not be wrong to choose any one of them. None of them. They all deserve it. Um, but the winner for Best Actor goes to Tom Holland for Cherry. He was amazing in that movie. That movie is a must-see, so you will see that coming up as we roll along. You know, it, it's... I loved watching most of these movies. Some of them I'm like, what am I watching? But when you see these nominees in all these categories, you see patterns on on what, what movies you should be watching. And we can recommend everything we want. Everybody's got their tastes. Um, I take everything at face value. So if... If somebody has stunk this year, Bruce Willis, I'm going to let you know. So somebody tag Bruce Willis in this video so that way he can see that he did a poor job on movie selection and just like trying to make a boatload of money while coming up with crap. So, so that's for you, Bruce. Disappointing. Disappointing. You better come out with a good movie this year, this coming year. And don't make five of them. Just make one good one, please. So we're up to best documentary. Um, well, I got to tell you, I really only saw two. Um, I chose not to watch it. The, the, um, the Britney Spears thing. Um, there was a few of them out there that I didn't get a chance to see. But I saw two great ones. And the two nominees are Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. And Val, the documentary of Val Kilmer. Now, it wouldn't matter what one I saw that was not on this list. Because there's one that moved me. And I was stunned what I was watching. And the winner is Val. Now, my favorite Western, arguably one of my favorite movies, well, it is one of my favorite movies, I'd say top, definitely top five. And that is putting, it might be, you know, I'm going to come out and say, look, Lord of the Rings, I have as one movie is my first. 
So it's really three. So it's top three. And then it's Tombstone. With Val Kilmer playing Doc Holliday. Now watching him as Doc Holliday, then seeing him what he's like right now was heartbreaking. So my suggestion is to go watch a bunch of Val Kilmer movies, Tombstone included, Batman, you know, the second Batman, I believe it was, or third, whatever one he was in. Um, some of the other Val Kilmer movies, uh, just watch them. And then watch his his documentary that he did of himself, him and his son did this. Um, it was just phenomenal and it, like I said, it was heartbreaking to see what I saw. So, so, you know, and look, the guy, the guy was a good guy. You know, he really wanted to, to work his craft as best as he could. And he always wanted to be different. You know, he didn't want, he didn't want to play the same roles over and over. So he was in a lot of different things. So watch Val. That clearly was the winner uh, for best documentary. It would not have mattered what I saw after that. It would have been the number one. So um, unless you counted the Beatles Get Back as a movie, but it was a TV series documentary so so that's the only one that would have beaten it because that was fantastic and that's a must see oh uh, so we are up to best actress uh this is just this is an unbelievable category because like there's so much talent in this uh wait okay so here we go emily blunt a quiet place two Look, like I don't score horror movies very well. They, to me, horror movies kind of stink. Um, but I do it, and when I see some acting, I point it out. And Emily Blunt was fantastic, and deserves to be in this this category. McKenna Grace from Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's the girl, the little young girl that becomes the hero you know the new the new age of ghostbusters zendaya from spider-man no way home again another young actress that is that is just phenomenal she took that role and she ran with it and she stood out more in this movie than some of the others that you would expect to stand out um like John Favreau. She was she was front and center in this movie. Uh Scarlett Johansson for the Black Widow. And Sandra Bullock for the Unforgivable. Again, unforgivable in another category. Um look as as a disappointment as the Black Widow was to me, 
It was still a good movie. Um, but Scarlett Johansson was not the problem. It was not the problem. It was it was the writing that was the problem in that movie. Scarlett Johansson was awesome. And she scored very high for acting in that movie for me. So, who comes out on top? Oh, you're going to love this one. Like, the odds say, okay, maybe Sandra Bullock, because Unforgivable is in, like, all these categories, and yeah, but no. No. Ah, the winner is McKenna Grace. This young girl, this young actress, did so well in this movie, she seemed like she was acting for decades. That's how good she was in the movie. She carried that movie, you know, and it was fantastic. It was fantastic. She did such a great job. Uh, can't say enough. Can't say enough. So McKenna Grace wins for Best Actress. Uh, I don't know if that's a surprise for everybody. Um, but you know what? That's what it is. This is what I see. I see. I I look at their performances, and she was great. Uh, we are up to the last two categories. Oh, ah, I'm surprised. I, I'm going through this pretty quickly. This is this is good. So again, you are watching us on YouTube at Rhode Island Broadcasting. Um. Yep, so there's that. Uh, you can watch this on Anchor. Not watch, well, you can't watch it. You can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts if you're at work. So tomorrow, get in there, click on, on your Spotify or whatever you got, and you can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Um, you can also subscribe or show some bits on twitch.tv backslash ri underscore broadcasting. Very important. That is so, so important. Uh, also on facebook.com backslash ri broadcasting. Like us, subscribe, comment, and share. Those are so important. So, so important. And if you have a business and want to sponsor this show or any of the live shows that we, that we do here on Rhode Island Broadcasting, please feel free to email. We have such great rates and I know the I've been saying we've had 11,000 eyeballs you know that you, are visible you know to you it's actually 22,000 because most people have two eyes so some people don't some people some people can't see and then listen to us and you will still reach those people because we will read off your ad on air 
show us still. So everybody gets to check out the ad and they can hear it as well as see it. It will go on the Facebook page, on the website, on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Lots of ways, lots of eyeballs to see your ad. And it's going to be less than what you spent at Starbucks today. If you go to Starbucks. So if you go to Starbucks, you're probably paying, you know, seven, eight, nine dollars, you know, a day. Now that's less than that per episode. So so by all means, if you want to advertise, just let us know. Just send us a little email there. And we are down to the last two categories. Uh, we have action movies next. Now this is this is there was a lot. Okay, like this is like the biggest category selection of movies you could think of. So when when I look back at all the movies, zeros and one, last man down, uh, little things, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, kind of an action movie. Chaos Walking, another good Tom Holland movie, by the way. Mortal Kombat, boss level. Like, there's so many. Jungle Cruise, The Green Knight that everybody was ranting and raving about. I watched that. Wasn't impressed. Wasn't impressed. Sorry. Just my take on that. Uh, I think it was overrated. But for action movies, nominees are Spider-Man No Way Home. Godzilla versus Kong. Red Notice. That's with Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Army of the Dead with David Bautista. I, I, I would have never imagined that. Would have never imagined. But the numbers don't lie. When I did the ratings, that's where it came out. Uh, by the way, that one got an 89. Ghostbusters Afterlife. So those are some great, great movies this year. Uh, two of them are must-see. So, so now we know it comes down to two. So we slide Red Notice off the board at 88.8. We slide Army of the Dead at 89. Hard to believe that was ahead of Red Notice, but that's the way the numbers came out. I don't do them all at the same time. I do them after I see it. Ghostbusters Afterlight, 89.5. Just missed. Just missed. That leaves two. And let me tell you, they both scored a 92. That's pretty impressive. But there was one movie that did something that may or may not have been done before. I know The Longest Yard had Burt Reynolds in the second one with Adam Sandler. A little different. A little different. Spider-Man No Way Home had the previous 
Andrew Garfield with his two movies. And it had Tobey Maguire's from his trilogy in the movie. And as far as I know, I don't think that's been done before with with anybody. It was something that set this movie apart from every other movie in this category, and especially with Godzilla versus Kong. So the winner of best action movie goes to Spider-Man No Way Home. Phenomenal movie, phenomenal movie. And, and I'll tell you, I saw a couple of holes in the ending and I took off points for that. If it did not have those holes at the end, it would have scored more points on screenwriting and more points for ending, and it wouldn't have been a question. But I did take those points away, and the whole movie was just fantastic. Despite that, it doesn't even matter. It's not. It doesn't matter. It didn't affect any of the movie. Just my own mind that it I noticed so so Spider-Man No Way Home won for best action movie now for best movie of the year I took all the movies that rated 90 plus and there were six. So out of the whole year, there was only six must-see movies this year. And let me tell you, Matrix is not one of them. Um, no. No. Not good. Not good. So these are the must-see movies that you should see. The Unforgivable with Sandra Bullock. Finch with Tom Hanks, which might have had the best ending out of all of them. Cherry, Tom Holland. Spider-Man Spider No Way Home, Tom Holland. King Richard, Will Smith, and Godzilla vs. Kong, starring Godzilla and King Kong. <laughs> because that's who you really go to see. And Mecha Godzilla. So those are the six movies for movie of the year. Now, you already know Spider Man and Godzilla had a 92. King Richard was a 90.5. Uh, the Unforgivable, I'm trying to read my notes. The Unforgivable is 91. Cherry is 90.5. And Finch is also a 90.5. So, with... Without us being a, a surprise, Spider-Man No Way Home is the movie of the year. Um, look, this movie was 
was impeccable. I love the story from beginning to end. And in the middle of that movie, when you do see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire make an appearance, the crowd goes crazy. The crowd goes crazy. Absolutely insane. Everybody's cheering. You know, it it was really a great thing to see. So, so that pretty much wraps up the year in review for movies. Um, look, it, it was not a great year for movies, but there was, there was six movies that set themselves apart from the rest. Um, and then you can throw in movies like Ghostbusters, uh, Red Notice. Look, Red Notice probably went unnoticed. But those, there's some good movies. And it's going to take us a little while to get all these movies posted up into the website. Um, but it should be close to around 200 movies when it's all said and done that we have, we have reviewed this for the past couple of years. Um, most of it has been done this year. And we catch up a little at a time with the older movies, especially when we do special categories, like, you know, top five ghost movies. I suggest you go watch that episode and the war movies, uh, post-apocalypse movies. So we have some, some great episodes that you should go and watch and check out. Um, please leave comments. We always appreciate comments. Like, that is... That is the lifeline. Comments and shares and likes. You know, that is the lifeline. Getting us bits helps us pay the bills. Getting us subscriptions helps us pay the bills. But we really need those comments all the time. Um, so I'm going to brush up quickly on some TV shows this year. Um, I know we've done um, we've done reviews on heels. Gotta watch that one, Stephen Amell, fantastic. Another great one is Raising Dion, which we also did on the uh, the reviews. Um, but don't forget about those shows like Chicago Fire, you know. That's been on for 10 years. Fantastic show. Um, binge watch that. But I just saw 1883. That start off. Liking it. Like Sam Elliott. I like how they're doing that show so far. Prequel to Yellowstone, which is also another great show you should be watching. Um, you know, had a great season of Big Brother in the summertime. That was pretty fun. You know, there's there's a lot of good TV out there. You just got to find it. And Hawkeye is another one. Check it out. Check out Hawkeye. So just trying to brush up on some of these TV shows because we didn't do, you know, a year review uh, on TV because, you know, it's, it's 
very rare that you get new shows that make such an impact. Um, I am looking forward to to Cobra Kai. I am looking forward to uh, Coyote with Michael Chiklis. Hopefully that is going to be back because you never know which shows they could say yes and then, whoops, never mind. So that was a show that I watched this year. Um, so please, by all means, go and check out some TV. You know, watch watch the reviews. Go through the list. See the list of of all 23 episodes before this one. And see what you want to watch. Uh, don't hesitate to send us a request on on reviewing something. I know there's... Um, I have to see Flesh and Bone. <coughs> Somebody requested that. Um, but you got to let me know which one because there's more than one. So, um, so if you want us to review something, by all means, let us know. And we'll get that on there because we're going to do new and old all the time. Kind of do, going to try to do two per episode, no matter what. Um, and always try to have a theme. Maybe we'll do a top five and something. So let us know what you want us to cover in the upcoming episodes. Season two comes, comes to you very soon. Like, in a week or two. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to take a week off or not, but we'll we'll be doing this again Wednesdays, uh, one o'clock. So you'll be able to see us more. Look for season two coming soon. So with that, again, if you want to sponsor the show, by all means, send us an email. We'll give you the rates and. You know, it's it's inexpensive. It's inexpensive. And you get four episodes in a package if you get the package deal. Uh, and we get, we get the eyeballs on it, that's for sure, and the ears. So, so do that. And again, follow us on all the, on all the social media, Twitter. At Broadcasting RI, YouTube at Rhode Island Broadcasting, Facebook.com backslash RI Broadcasting, and of course, Twitter, I mean, Twitch, twitch.tv backslash RI underscore Broadcasting. Send us some bits, send us some subscriptions, send us some likes, send us some follows, send us some comments. And let us know what you want to see. Um, so with that, it is time. We'll see you next year. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs>